Welcome to The Grit. I'm Gidget Murphy. We are here today on the wonderful campus of St. Leo's University to bring The Grit live for, for you. As always, I'd like to tell you a little bit about myself. I'm a women's advocate and longtime NCAA ice hockey coach at Brown University. And I'm also the co-founder of United Women's Sports. Uh, we started professional women's lacrosse back in the day. That's our claim to fame. Also, two-time Clarkson Cup winning head coach of the Boston Blades in the now defunct CWHL. Uh, and my most recent trip and stint at China was coaching the national team as well as helping them develop a program for success in the Beijing 2022 Olympics. So welcome to The Grit. I am here today though with Sarah Leiby. Sarah Leiby is an assistant soccer coach and we're going to get a little bit more into her uh, bio, but she is an up and comer and we want to welcome her to the show. How are you doing, Sarah? Good. What's going on? It's a beautiful day here in Florida. It's beautiful. It's always a beautiful day in December when yes. it's like 70, you know, <laughs> doesn't matter if it's rainy, it's 70 because I just flew in from Providence and it was snowing. Oh. So when I, yeah, I'm psyched to be yeah, here. Of so, course. Sunny Florida. So let's go, uh, let's go right into it. Um, you're a goalkeeper. Yes. And you played at UVM. I did. Okay, New England. Yeah. So freezing cold. Yes. A lot of the time when you're training. Um, you're tall. Any our listeners, she's very tall, so I can see why she's a goalie. Um, you were the assistant coach at Black Hills State University, yep. as well as Montana State Billings. Yep. We're going to talk about that and what that means because Billings and Montana State Billings are well, Montana State, Montana State Billings are different. And again, you're the current assistant coach. But here's the thing that was really cool: 2019 30 under 30 coach of the United Soccer Coaches. That's yes. pretty cool. Yeah. So you're young and you're up and coming. So let's let's get right at it. So how did you get the go to your go to your story? Tell me about your story. Okay. Um, so after I graduated from the University of Vermont, um, I wanted to pursue. No, nope, go back even even further. further. Tell further. us. Tell me about how you got to be okay. a, a Division One, right? Yeah. Division One soccer player. Because yeah. here's why. Because there are people that listen to our our podcast that are kids. And okay. they want to know what kind of things you did to get to where you were just in the athlete. And then we'll go right into the coaching. How about that? All right. Um, so growing up, I grew up outside of Philadelphia. So there was lots of sports opportunities that my mom put me in everything. Everything. Um, Your mom. I like my that. Mom, my A lot mom. of times it's the yeah. dad. Yeah. I think just to get my sister and I out of the house. <laughs> and uh, so she didn't have to deal with us. Okay. Um, so I played growing up. I played soccer. I played basketball. I played lacrosse. Um, and then finally kind of fell in love with soccer mm -hmm. um, and kind of how I got to where I was is that I always had all these extra training opportunities uh, being a goalkeeper you were in practice but how much actual training did you have in your team training yeah you nothing because okay, they just threw you in the net yeah yeah it was okay Sarah put your gloves on we're gonna we're gonna do some shooting or we're gonna and they just shot game. at you yeah yeah, so you, so some of it you figure it out. Yeah, no kidding. As, as you go along. Um, but I was really lucky to have some really good professional coaches for goalkeepers in, in Philly. my area. In Philly, yeah. yeah. And that I would be able to go to extra training sessions and learn a lot about the position, mm -hmm. um, a lot about soccer, but also about hard work and what it means to really compete and work hard for something. So. Which is interesting. Well, that's, about, that's gritty behavior, yeah. which is why you're on the grit. But, you know, when I think about what you just said, um, 
you, it's almost like you had to do double practice because yeah. you would have to be there with the team and mm -hmm. you're like, well, we don't really have the coaching, so yeah. you get to go do another hour or uh -huh. two hours. So you really must have had that, you must have had that passion. You must have really loved it. Yeah, I did. And I how did. old were you when this was all happening? So I started playing as a goalkeeper at 10. 10. Yeah, so wow. I, I was really young. I specialized That's sport, really, that's specifying really specific, yeah. Speci yeah. sports specific. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. And then, so that's when I started just playing goalkeeper, which is really young. Really young. Yeah, they usually now say about 14 right. is when you want to start just being full-time goalkeeper. Okay. But then it wasn't until high school where I was like, soccer is it, that's all okay. I'm doing. Yeah, but you play basketball yep. and lacrosse, yep. like you said. So, um, so talking about being a goalkeeper, because I'm, sh I mean, I want young goalies to he to hear from you because I don't think a lot of young goalies know what it takes, mm -hmm. right? So, is it really about? Because a lot of these kids aren't going to have the resources that you have. Yeah. So, give us like five little tips that a goalie could do. Like, is it angles? Is it like hand eyes? Is it juggling? Just like five little tips yeah. that you can give yeah. them. Um, some of it is just seeing shots. Okay. Um, to work on getting a friend going out in whatever sport you are, if it's hockey or if it's soccer or if it's lacrosse, whatever it is, and Make getting them a friend shoot on and just getting shot at. Okay. You know, because you're going to learn from your mistakes mm -hmm. all the time. Of do I need to get my hand lower? Is mm -hmm. it my footwork? Um, so just is it angle. Is it angle? So yeah. just seeing shots and your friends are going to be help be able to help you and say, hey, you were way over on that side of the goal. Because you have to. There. So it's it's like presence, like yeah. where to be in the net. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What else? Um, I think footwork and agility is huge mm -hmm. being able to cover the eight foot wide goal you got to like be able <laughs> to run back and forth go, yeah yeah, yeah be able to cover the distance um, so is that like slide across like yeah or is it ladders yeah, so like I know a lot of ladders because you want to have short choppy steps um, so you will move quickly and still be able to control your body, be mm. able to stop on a dime. How about upper really body important. for, for goalies? Upper body is important, too, because it helps with your distribution, like when you want to throw the ball out to the Oh, right, to throwing. Yeah, to, I forget about that. Exactly. I think it's just about stopping it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, you, you start the attack as well. Yeah, you do. It's not all you do. about defense. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, like, what about the penalty kicks? Is that nerve-wracking? It is in a way, but it's also really exciting. Do you guess? Like, do you think, guess? Like, how do you guess. do it? I'm, it's educated guessing. Okay. So I think there's always an element where you're like, you don't really know what's going to happen. Right. Um, but learning some little cues about, okay, if a striker is approaching the ball this way, a lot of it is if they open up their hips or not. Uh-huh. Um, I think a lot of... Little, little little things. things. You have to be a student things. of the game you to be do. a goaltender. You do. Another thing is like being able to read their personality. Of uh -huh. like, oh, is this person going to be bold? Are they going to open up their hips and try to be cheeky with it? Or uh -huh. are they just going to smash it? How would you or, stop like, Megan Rapino? Oh, I don't know. You wouldn't. You should say, I wouldn't. She would just you know, blow I'm it by gonna, me. I'm going to give it my best effort. Okay. You know, I'm going to try to be really intimidating You're, and psych her out, but I don't think that's possible. No. I think you're just going to, like, throw your face in front of it. Yeah. Uh, I got a, my friend Jeff gave me for my birthday a Megan Rapino. Um, soccer, science soccer picture. Oh, so you know, now awesome. I'm an official soccer fan. Of course. Um, that's awesome. So no, that's really helpful for the kids because I don't think that they get a lot of, and, and you just made me think of one other thing, though. As a goaltender, they should be watching during those practices when they're not getting coached, right? Mm -hmm. Because you just said, pick up on things. Yeah. So goalies out there, make sure you're watching and paying attention at practice. You, you can know? always be learning something. Right, good. Well, that's great advice. Now I know why you're 30 under 30, under 30 or 30 over 30, whatever you are. <laughs> so talk about that. Oh, no, wait, keep going, sorry. I, okay. I cut you off during yeah. your story, okay? So now you used all that information, you got to UVM, yep. Yep. and then what? What was your major, and how'd you get through four years of college? Yeah, so my major was environmental science. 
clients. Mm -hmm. um, I, I wanted a career that was outdoors. I wanted mm -hmm. to be outside. So that's why I chose it. And now you're a coach. And now I'm a coach. I'm still outside. Yes, but that's about it. <laughs> but that's about it. Yeah. So, so talk about what, what your transition from being an athlete to a coach was like and how did that all happen? So how I got my first job um, in college coaching was I had someone tell me, you know what, there's a program here, it was in South Dakota, where soccer is not big. And I had someone at a And you're from Philly. I am. Oh my I God. Am. It's a very different way of life. And a mentor of mine was like, all right, there's Just Black go. Hill State is starting a women's soccer program. Take your resume, have your cover letter, walk into that office. Just tell go. Them, tell them who you are, what you want to do. And that's kind of how I got So you flew Florida. out there? So I was living out there. Oh, okay. I was living, living out there at the moment. Why yeah. were you out there? Yeah. Working for the Forest Service. So oh, okay. I, I right. pursued my, my you know, career. And you're like, yeah, forest. no. Yeah. No, didn't think it was for me. And uh, that's kind of how I just started it, my coaching career. It's interesting that you went from Philly. Well, you did go to UVM, so that yeah. was a little outdoorsy. But yeah. then you ended up, like, doing forestry, like, in yeah. the total opposite end of the country. So that yeah. takes a lot of um, initiative and a lot of risk-taking. Yeah. Uh, do you think that's part of your coaching style or you know are you a risk taker or are you what kind of in some ways yeah like okay. I I want to win games so I'm not afraid to take a little risk I think to do that yeah. I think I'm, I'm going to be aggressive in the strategy that I use yeah and you're you're an assistant still I right am, so yeah. you're not a head coach so mm -hmm. it's going to be interesting uh for our listeners out there who just joined us I'm here with uh Sarah Leiby and uh St. Leo's University in Tampa, Florida. Um, so, so give me an example of how you might take risks in soccer that you know a lot of our listeners don't know. Like, is it, is it like you're constantly like shooting the ball down the field and then grabbing it, or is it like a like on a break like in hockey, right? Yeah. Like if you're like really attacking with your D, you know, I, what's an analogy to to soccer that would be a risk taking? So, maneuver. So for us, it's about getting numbers forward and, and getting the ball forward as mm -hmm. quickly as you can. So transition. The transition is a huge moment in soccer. Mm -hmm. So for us, there's two different strategies. You're going to build through the lines quickly or you're just going to bypass all goal. the lines Over. and just go all the way to goal. So it's all about what pers personalities do you have on right. the field. Yeah, because you have a bunch of slow kids. You could, You're not going to be doing yeah. that, right? No, so no. you got to you got to kind of recruit to that philosophy, mm -hmm. yeah. right? Yeah. Awesome. So, you know, here we don't have a lot of ball winners, so we're not just going to put the ball up in the air right. and hope for the best. You know, we want to keep it on the ground and play through and play okay. quickly and use our skill got it. to to win the games. Got it. So talk a little bit about this award you got and how did you get it and what kind of criteria did you have to, like, you must have been psyched. Do you have like a big award yeah. and stuff? I was, uh, no, there's no actual physical oh, award. Oh, man. You know, but I was really excited. Um, so it's an application process. Okay. Um, and there's hundreds of applications that go in, and they select 15 males and 15 females, all under the age of 30, for this year-long mentor educational program. Um, and it's through United Soccer Coaches, which is our Soccer Coach Association. Okay. Awesome. Which is worldwide. So it's, it was really awesome to receive the award. I had tried a few other times, and this was my third time applying. And they're like, and well, she really wants it. She's <laughs> on her third shot. She's yeah. gritty. She has perseverance. She doesn't give up. You're getting the award. Well, congratulations. Thank you. So now you go through this program, and they, mm -hmm. they help you. Yeah. Well, there's no doubt in my mind you're going to be a head coach someday. Well, thank you. So, so give uh, some of our listeners that are young coaches some advice on, you know, 
besides for being gritty, like what you would say to them? I think being willing to do anything. There is someone that told me, be the idiot that says yes. To everything. So to everything. No matter if you don't think you're qualified, if you don't think you'll have, if you have that skill set, or even if it's like, maybe that's not something I really want to do, just do it anyway. Yeah. You're going to learn learn. something out of it. You're going to get something out of it. You may meet someone that's going to help you along the way. Mm -hmm. Um, So just being willing to do anything, being willing to move. Like I've moved. I know, right. That's a thing. Women do not like to move. Mm -hmm. A lot of women and I yeah. look at some of the people that are really good coaches and they could maybe move across country and make like a lot more money they're like yeah. Yeah, I'm good I'm like what <laughs> you know yeah so you know it's interesting that some women that have the opportunity wouldn't take it so I think that's really good advice yeah so so how do people find out about your camps or anything like that what can you know give us give us your digits give us whatever you're doing <laughs> Um, so for us, we have our own website um, on the St. Leo Athletics okay. website page. Um, we're also on Facebook. And what is it? So it's just St. Leo Lions. St. Leo Lions. Yep. And then on Facebook, it's St. It's Leo soccer. St. Leo Lions. Dot com slash women's soccer. Or you can say St. Leo Lions and then just go to the soccer section yep. for women. Yep, then just go to the soccer section. Yep. Um, and then on Facebook, it's just St. Leo Women's Soccer. Okay. Same thing on Twitter and Instagram. So what do you guys mostly use for recruiting? Like if they have any recruits out there, do you go Insta? Like, how do you do it? So if someone wants to come here to St. Leo, email. Email. So they email email you? Yeah, not like, don't they have those recruiting forums on some of the websites? Do they fill those out? Some people can, um, but the best way to get in touch with us is email directly to us and... Do you have uh, camps out here? We do. Good. Our next ca- upcoming camp is February 2nd. I think a lot of people should come to this campus. I really love it. Uh, it's like got palm trees everywhere. And I said, I feel like I'm in the Bahamas or something whenever it's I come here. Tropical. Yeah, it's very tropical. That and was I'm my like, first thought when I came down here yeah. in my interview. I'm like, who would not want to come here and play sports? You know, and, be, and, and when you guys play, it's not in the heat of summer. I mean, maybe for your um, right when you come back. But after that, it's probably not that hot. It's, it's still hot for a while, but yeah. we, all of our games are at 7 o'clock at night. So by the oh, time we're under playing, the lights. it's under the lights, it's cool, yeah. it's yeah. great. Well, good. Well, Sarah, you've been a, a treat, and uh, I really appreciate uh, you just coming here and staying and being on the show because it's young people like you, young women coaches like you, they're going to make the world go round, and they're going to make the world a better place. So high five. Thank you so much for being uh, on The Grit Live. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you on the other side, okay? Sounds good. All right, I'm Digit Murphy for Sarah Libby on the campus of St. L- Leo's University. I'm out.